Worship at Home Saturday the 25th of December 2021 Merry Christmas everyone Our Bible reading is from the Gospel of John chapter 1 verses 1 to 14 In the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John, he came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and th though the world was made through him, the world did not recognise him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Every year my Christmas sermon is based on the same reading coming at the start of John's Gospel. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. You might think that I'd run out of things to say, or worse, get further and further into the theological constructs of these verses annually, so that by now my congregations would need a d degree in theology to follow me. But no, instead I try to link this incredibly important biblical passage to the real meaning of Christmas via some simple practice or tradition that we often do without thinking. In past years I've talked baubles and gold coins, mince pies and Christmas crackers. This year some bags of chocolate balls in Aldi had inspired my sermon. Brussels sprouts and Christmas puddings. Now, of course, there's no great theological meaning behind this Christmas traditional fare. Brussels sprouts are a good winter vegetable, in season and at their best at this time of year, a natural choice for a hearty roast dinner vegetable accompaniment. 
and the rich Christmas pudding, with its fruits, stodge and sometimes coins as hidden gems, is an indulgent and well-preserved winter treat for what should be a celebratory meal, marking the day we remember our Lord's birth, God's gift to us. But even in those statements, there are truths and choices that as Christians and stewards of God's creation, we might take to heart. Choosing Brussels sprouts over avocados or tomatoes at this time of year in Great Britain is a sign, is a sort of choice if we start to consider the air miles, carbon footprints and fair trade. Eating in season and local is not just a moral choice, it can be a faith choice too in terms of the stewardship of creation. But it wasn't actually that that inspired me to talk about sprouts and puddings. It is this. I love Brussels sprouts. And I love Christmas pudding, though not too much of it. Now, even as I share that personal taste, I can imagine some of your faces readily agreeing or screwing up with a faint look of distaste in disagreement. Brussels sprouts and Christmas puddings may be a long-served tradition of our Christmas table, but they have always divided opinion. And that is what I wanted to reflect on this Christmas. We have been through two tumultuous years, nearly. It has been exhausting, physically, emotionally and spiritually for many. It has also been traumatic, isolating and quite desperate for some. A comment that was made to me in the autumn of 2020 has stayed with me. As we came out of the first major lockdown, talking about the new normal, somebody said to me that the pandemic has brought out the best in some people. Seen in the care for neighbours and community cohesion that was characterised by local support groups springing up and clapping for the NHS. But it's also brought out the worst in others. And I continue to be sad when I see lives touched by selfishness instead of generosity, the language of judgment and blame spoken instead of tolerance and peace. This polarisation has not been caused by the pandemic. It had started before it. We had Brexit, party politics and across the world we still see lines drawn between people instead of bridges being built. It seems to be almost popular to be angry or entitled. And so it is with our Brussels sprouts and Christmas puds. Is it okay to kind of like them? Be a bit ambivalent? Well, sprouts, well, I can take them or leave them. Don't really mind. No, in many ways, but in a safer way, our festive treats and traditions might only emphasise the ways in which community lines are drawn. You love sprouts or hate them. You love Christmas pudding or you hate it. There is no ambivalence in the matter. But that's not actually a Christian stance. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The relationship within and of the Trinity, a Father, Son and Holy Spirit, is co-eternal, always there, and we learn in Genesis that 
the Spirit of God, hovered over the water at creation. And here, in John's Gospel, our writer begins with this eternal truth and the presence of the Son, the Word, also with God and of God, from the beginning. This is God in relationship with God, not polarised, divided, but moving, wrestling, co-creating, and the outpouring of that movement is energy and is love. Made in the image of God and being in relationship with God, it is our task to learn how to replicate relationships that may not necessarily be easy, but should be motivated by love. It is not unilateral work. We are naturally drawn to those who are like-minded and repelled by people from diff who are different from ourselves. But instead of accepting this, we should notice it. And maybe in this next year, it's time to start the wrestling and co-creation by moving towards and not away from others who challenge our perceptions or beliefs. Now, I'm not suggesting that you go and knock on the door to debate with a neighbour who you know takes a different view on Brexit or start arguing with an anti-vaxxer whose stance is giving you concern. Whilst brave to tackle some fairly intractable thinking head-on, it's probably not the easiest way to kick off 2022 with peoples whose relationships are already fraught. So maybe we can start with Brussels sprouts or Christmas pudding. What a great way to practice reconcil reconciling conversations. Find someone who loves Brussels sprouts if you hate them. Take the time to hear their story. What is it they enjoy about them? They're not trying to make you eat them. Or if you love Christmas pudding, find someone who hates it. Share your differences, but accept them also. Our lives and livelihoods are not threatened by these different points of view. It's a safe way to get a feel for the type of conversation that is at the heart of Christian love and at the heart of Trinity. Finding these moments of acceptance of other, acceptance of difference, moving towards and celebrating our diversity and choice. So... Brussels sprouts and Christmas puddings as examples of polarisation and the power of God's Trinitarian love to move us beyond division and towards the heart of Christmas celebration of God with us. Not a bad thing, eh? And just to reinforce the message, I'll be helping myself and sharing with others I see in church to some of those little sprouts and puddings from Aldi. Not the actual ones, of course, but the chocolate one. And surely there's no division in this. Chocolate is wonderful. May you be blessed, safe, well-fed and well-cared for this Christmas. And know God's peace in your hearts and in relationships. Amen. Let us pray. Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Let us bring before God the needs of the world 
Wonderful Counselor, give your wisdom to the rulers of the nations. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Mighty God, make the whole world know that the government is on your shoulders. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Everlasting Father, establish your reign of justice and righteousness for ever. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Prince of Peace, bring in the endless kingdom of your peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Almighty Lord, hear our prayer and fulfil your purposes in us as you accomplished your will in our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The Collect for Christmas Day Eternal God, who made this most holy day to shine with the brightness of your one true light, bring us who have known the revelation of that light on earth, to see the radiance of your heavenly glory, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and for ever. Amen. So we share in the words of the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And so, the blessing of Christmas. May the joy of the angels, the eagerness of the shepherds, the perseverance of the wise men, the obedience of Joseph and Mary, and the peace of the Christ child be yours this Christmas. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. I wish you joy and peace this Christmas time and thank you for joining me for Worship at Home. If you would like to receive direct links to my podcasts, please let me know at revlucylun at btinternet.com. Stay safe, be blessed. Goodbye.